0: Hey everybody, boys and girls, uh, how you doing? I am Chris Maloney. This is the fifth episode of the Thursday Night Throwdown TNT and coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada, uh, Sean Bates at Scumbags Exit Wrestling is alongside me. How's your week been, Sean?
1: A lot better than uh, Sunday when I was uh, barely hanging in there for our review of
0: the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And it was a uh, late at night as well. So, uh, uh, lots of news to get into some of it just being released today, which is, uh, kind of cool. Um, not cool for the WWE. So I'll get into some of the stuff that's uh, been happening, and then we'll go through uh, just the uh, the show itself. But um, Sean, do you have, have you heard about uh, co-presidents Barrios and Wilson gone from WWE today? No. So WWE co-presidents. Uh, I'll just bring up the uh, the article here. Um, WWE announced a big management shakeup today with two members of the leadership and no longer with the company. A press release that was issued this afternoon revealed that co-presidents George Barrios. Michelle Wilson are gone from WWE effective immediately, no longer serve on the company's board of directors. I would like to thank George and Michelle for their 10 plus years of service and contributions to the organization. Vince McMahon said in a press release. So 10 plus years of the company, um, two of those names they've always heard about as far as being on the back end of WWE. Apparently after the stock market closed in New York today, uh, stocks went down at $10 at least. Uh, Sean, how are you familiar with uh, the two names there that uh, I just mentioned? Yeah, I've heard of
1: them, I think, uh, what was it, Michelle, was her name? Yeah, Michelle. She was part of the uh, first press conference with the uh, WWE Network when they were uh, launching it. So I recall seeing her as a public
0: face at that point. Yeah, so you you think about it this way, last six months, Eric Bischoff has been fired. Now the two co-presidents of WWE have been fired, so... Um, obviously I don't know if it's anything to do with Mitch McMahon, the XFL and knowing the fact that he's not going to be able to be on duty as much. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, obviously WrestleMania right around the corner and the last I heard there was no solid plan yet as far as WrestleMania goes. So anyways, that news broke today as far as those two go. Um, something else that broke today as well was, uh, and I saw this on post wrestling more of speaks for the first time with regards to the incident on Corey Graves. Sean, have you had a, a, a chance to read that story there? Um, well, I didn't read it, but
1: I was listening to the podcast um, with uh, John and Way, and uh, they talked about the whole thing. And um, I guess it did uh, mean that he was having a lot of problems uh, with his uh, whole uh, bipolarism that he is dealing with on a daily basis. And while he, I guess, has mended fences with Corey Graves over the whole thing. He also said he wouldn't ever call out a uh, co-worker in the way that he was called out, but it did uh, spark his need to get off of social media, so he is done with that. So you're not going to be able to contact him in that regards, but I guess it's going to be better for his own mental health. And speaking of which, yesterday was uh, Bell's uh, Let's Talk Day, and that's why he was on the... uh, show on tsn doing the
0: interview yeah so a uh, definitely important day for canadian yesterday um uh, you know it's I, I still feel bad about the fact that Corey graves actually had said anything at all but morrow seems to be i guess okay with it um you know to the point of you know being on social media and stuff like that and, and in the interview how he feels personal life i don't know for sure but i, I guess we'll have to wait and see um, the other big news that came about to the past couple days is pro wrestling. Noah got acquired by DDT. Um, have you heard about that one? Yeah, I
1: heard that one also from post wrestling. Uh, luckily I get to walk my dog for about a half hour, 45 minutes and catch up on everything that in that regards. And so I guess they were possibly Noah was going to be acquired by WD or at least WD was looking into it. And instead of going that route, they, uh, are now owned 100% by uh, DDT. I guess last year they had uh, sold 75% of themselves to another uh, group, but now a whole uh, thing, the whole organization 100% is with DDT, and they're going to be part of uh,
0: their on-demand service and have a little more presence. Yeah. So cyber agent, uh, officially were the ones that take them over. Um, interesting enough, uh, hopefully I don't get, well, I'm probably going to yelled out by YouTube again, but, uh, I was having a little bit of fun with, uh, one of Mike Rollins unofficial theme songs, so to speak. And Mike had, that was the, I, I believe the promotion he was over there for, wasn't it? Was DDT? Yeah. DDT. When he, uh,
1: then made his quick trip in like four minutes from Japan to London in time to go after, uh,
0: the Blade or Pepper Parks? Yeah, most people know the Blade nowadays. But uh, yeah, it's it's so interesting to know how much we know. You know so much more than I do, but Smash Wrestling, for example, how these guys are local and familiar in, in this and that. And then all of a sudden they go up to AEW, for example, and they're still kind of learning their craft, even though we know how skilled they are. Uh, and that goes for the SSB as well, who are, uh, you know, Dark Order over there. But um, what yeah, we'll do that's right like, now... It's like a huge okay.
1: shame. I think I posted that last night uh, on the post show for uh, Everything Pro Wrestling with Conrad. Uh, and we We're talking uh, about the fact that it's a shame that these guys that we pop for in Ontario, Buffalo, or uh, in Quebec, love them, but then they get on the main stage of AEW and it falls on deaf ears,
0: people wondering, who are you? Yeah, so um, it's one of those things. I mean, AEW is still fairly new October through now, but um, I, I think in time we'll, uh, we'll end up um, uh, seeing them either evolve or you know maybe go elsewhere. I don't know what their contract situation is over there. Um, but anybody who didn't catch the Royal Rumble post-show, uh, didn't catch our thoughts, uh, like uh, Sean had said, his voice a little bit better here. Um, so last weekend, Hard Times took place, Worlds Collide took place, Rumble took place as well. Um, as opposed to going through everything individually, uh, Sean, your thoughts on any highlights that stood out from those three shows last weekend besides, obviously, Edge reappearing? Uh, well, I loved uh, the Worlds Collide. Uh, definitely,
1: as I said on our uh, preview show uh, last week, that uh, DIY versus Mustache Mountain was probably the match of the weekend, but definitely the match of, uh, worlds collide. And then and is- how? also even just not necessarily involving those three uh, shows, but between worlds collide and Monday night raw, there was tag team matches that happened and people got injured in yet. It didn't really take away from the matches. So even when Alexander Wolf got injured and became four on three, That main event didn't skip a beat, and then even this past week when Samoa Joe got taken out with his concussion, Kevin Owens carried on -on two-on-one situation, and it didn't look like it was an accident or it didn't look like it was an oops-type situation. They carried on as though it was sort of planned to happen, and so it was very seamless, and it
0: shows the professionalism of all uh, 10 guys who carried on with those matches here's a here's a question for you off the top of my head if you're going to choose one guy to lead your promotion is it going to be walter or adam cole adam cole yeah how come well all around he's got it uh, going on for
1: himself he was awesome in ring of honor he's excelling so much in uh NXT. he got to be in the rumble last year he is a student And he loves Shawn Michaels. And anyone who can do that sort of deal, you know, he knows the ins and outs. And Walter, while he's great uh, for a big guy and able to do leapfrogs and I'd hate to be chopped by him, maybe
0: a little uh, two-dimensional. So as far as 2020 goes, he doesn't have the full package. I wouldn't think so.
1: Like he, uh, he's amazing. I got to see him live. got a picture taken with him in Toronto during uh, smash Wrestling's uh, super showdown weekend, but yeah, he makes a good second person, but I think Adam Cole is all around could go with anybody and almost be like Shawn Michaels, have a match with a broom and make it look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there. Um, so Rumble highlights. Uh, obviously Edge made his return. Uh, we saw an appearance by Santina. The Barack McIntyre uh, scenario there. One thing that I had heard a couple days past Rumble was um, uh, the original winners were supposed to be Roman Reigns and Shayna Baszler. How do you feel about that one?
1: I well, I picked Shayna Baszler to win. So with that one, a little disappointed. I'm glad they uh, stuck with the idea or changed the idea of having Drew McIntyre win. It just means more. And unfortunately, even though the whole cancer thing happened, I'm not sure if the fans are 100% willing to back up a Roman Reigns. And if he'd won that match, he might've had the same treatment that he got in uh, 2015 where he ended up winning it and people hated it now if they'd done that in 2014 in pittsburgh instead of doing batista it would have been accepted because dan o'brien wasn't there and uh
0: roman became their next guy to win so we got christopher jones <laughs> Jonesy's online again brock and Nate eliminated people like the rumble video game that's uh kind of what he reminded me as well it's a good analogy there and it's funny how you mentioned pittsburgh because wasn't jones with you on that trip Jones was on that trip with me along with, uh, Ed and Alex. Yeah. So Ed Simon, where are you nowadays? Anyways, uh, hit me up. Uh, CWN celebrated 10 years and you were one of the first guys to to actually write for the website. So, um, you know, check it out. Uh, I'll name drop you every single week until, uh, until I hear from you. So anyways, um, geez, I say that word a lot. Anyways, 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 um, next topic we're going to get into is raw this past Monday night. Four things came out of it for me, and I'll get your thoughts on it. So number one, Edge versus Randy Orton, the storyline itself. Um, how do you think it's going to play out? Because we literally, literally witnessed fans screaming in the audience when Orton had uh, Edge's chair and be- or Edge's neck in between the uh, the chairs. Uh, number two was Samoa Joe getting a concussion. Number three was Andrade and. Um, I guess I'll go into a little more detail on that. So Andrade didn't drop the title. Uh, Injury angle keeps the title, but has been suspended for 30 days. Uh, Found out Monday morning. Um, So I'll get your thoughts on that. And then last thing, MVP MVP announcing that was his final WWE match. Uh, Thoughts on any of those there?
1: Um, Well, it was for nostalgia's sake, MVP being there is okay. Uh, Unfortunately, I got a lot of guys in his era not going to be the guys who are going to like pop the crowd huge like when the rock shows up and that era that he came from like that's going to be the difficult part of having those special moments and we can get over huge going oh i can't wait for them to come back however great to see him if that's his last run in wd Congratulations, maybe that means a uh, Hall of Fame induction this year. They could have definitely have used him with uh, Lashley like uh, Impact did with Lashley. And whole thing, the uh, Andrade thing, I don't know if if they should have dropped the title on him, but he's only gone for 30 days and the 30-day rule doesn't seem to apply anymore in 2020. Edge and Orton, awesome. I would have maybe stretched it out a little bit if they could have both gone to Saudi. I don't know who's doing what, but if they had done rated RKO and looked like the strong tag team back together again, put them against a team like The Revival or anybody for that matter, and then the shocking turn at that point leading into WrestleMania, I'm not sure if it would go even more passionate from fans but you could see as you said the passion from the fans worried about this guy who just came back from neck surgery and taking this attack by randy orton so there's rare moment that people actually had fear and belief and that's rare to
0: do in this day and age yeah it definitely is and then people comment in all over Uh, the internet and social media about that angle and how it just, it's nobody was really seeing anything like that in a while. So um, it it was great to see it. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Um, Rumored main, sorry, rumored card right now for WrestleMania has four matches taking place. I'll get your thoughts on that. So Lesnar versus McIntyre for the WWE championship. We know it's confirmed. Uh, The Fiend versus Roman Reigns for the universal championship edge versus Orton. And then one that's kind of been, uh, kind of discussed but uh not uh ray ripley taking on charlotte for the nxt championship as well as uh right now aj styles is injured separated shoulder supposed to be back in time for wrestlemania uh hit or miss as far as styles goes i mean is they're gonna make, make or break your wrestlemania if it's aj's on that show and what are your thoughts on the four matches there well it's a shame
1: if aj ends up missing it but i think they're taking precaution and that's why they didn't uh rush him out there The way things were looking at the Royal Rumble would have been AJ against Edge. Who knows? Maybe it becomes a triple threat. But right now, Edge and Orton, the way they set things up Monday, awesome. Good to have. Hopefully it's not too long because you don't want to take away from the younger guys because these guys are both... Well, Edge is 46 and Randy, I think, is hitting 40-ish. He should be in the 40 range. But... Yeah, you know, so you don't want to take away from the newer generation. I like the idea of possibly Charlotte and Rhea Ripley because Charlotte wasn't the original plan if Shayna was going to be, because that's supposed to be Shayna against Becky, which is probably going to happen. And Charlotte against Bailey really doesn't work. So doing the whole sort of shocking that Charlotte would go after the NXT title. I like that idea. I dread seeing Roman and Bray. Unfortunately, Bray has a bad track record that he has a great presentation when it comes to his uh, promos. His entrances are amazing. But then between the bells, you look back at some of his past feuds, kind of hit and miss on whether it's noteworthy. Putting him against Roman, unfortunately, People might crap on it on because of both guys. And Brock and uh, Drew took him 10 years, but he's finally the chosen one. So hopefully Drew gets the belt. He's definitely improved. Makes you almost look at uh, 3MB and wonder why is not uh, Heath Slater go away to some other organization just to come back and win a world title. Since Jinder did it, now Drew has a chance of doing it. You know why? It's because he's got
0: kids, so he's gotta pay for those kids. That's why. Yeah, I know indie promo is gonna be able to uh <laughs> let him pay for those kids. Yeah, well, anyways, um, yeah, so that is uh, the rumor wrestlemania media card right now. Uh it'll be interesting to see if they pull the trigger on McIntyre. I think they should, but whether or not they will, I don't know. Um one of the things you mentioned was regards to the Bray Wyatt character. Um For the first time since, and and he debuted at SummerSlam officially as far as his, his, you know, his in-ring performance uh, persona went. But the one thing I noticed from the Rumble is when I was watching him against Daniel Bryan, the entrance is what he has. It's like The Undertaker. But inside that ring, he's still Bray Wyatt. He's still not overly, you know, over-the-top good as far as anything goes. So it'd be interesting to see if he can evolve, if he can kind of catch on with the fans past his entrance. Um, I mean, Taker... Longevity wise was great. I used to think Alistair Black was great, but now it's Alistair Black to me is nothing more than an entrance. So I guess we we'll to with Bray on this one with the Royal Rumble and at SummerSlam. They didn't use the red lights. Yeah, a lot of people were commenting on that too. Yeah. Hit or miss as far as the red lights go. I'm indifferent. Uh, I didn't have a problem seeing. I
1: think the worst part with the red lights was red lights on a red uh, cage for uh that That was just horrible, but the other time that
0: they used the red lights, uh TLC didn't bother me. So Bray Wyatt's red lights or Sin Cara's yellow lights.
1: Maybe Sin Cara's yellow lights they weren't as bad, but yeah. even uh, when Kane debuted uh in 97, you look back at that, he was using red lights too. His match at Summer I mean at Survivor Series I think it was against
0: Foley, and that was all in red lights. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's the gimmick, though. It's it's. I mean, if you see a guy like Brock Lesnar start having lighting for his matches, then we're in trouble as far as wrestling goes. Um, as far as trouble in wrestling goes, AEW versus NXT both dropped in ratings this week. Uh, AEW 828, NXT 712. I'll go through some highlights here as far as the two shows go. So uh, Finn Balor defeated Trent Seven on NXT. Um, some girl, uh, woman wrestler defeated Deanna Purrazzo. Uh, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa signed officially for TakeOver. Tegan Knox Dakota Kai went at it. Uh, Chelsea Green actually got defeated. And then Matt Riddell and uh, Pete Dunne defeated the Grizzly Young Veterans to win the Dusty Memorial Classic. Uh, Sean surprised on the Dusty Classic as well as What are they doing with Chelsea Green right now?
1: Yeah, I'm surprised with the Chelsea Green loss. I haven't caught up on NXT yet. Uh, I was going to do that tonight. Um, A little bit surprised with uh, the win with uh, Riddle and uh, Pete Dunne, the uh, broserweights. It's a good team, but I actually expected them to explode leading into them going against each other in Portland, which then they could have had the Grizzled Young Vets against Undisputed Era. And, yeah, so they're setting up that, unless this is going to be where they explode in Portland, leading to WrestleMania, uh, because
0: they only have like a six-week turnaround before they do another TakeOver. Yeah, and speaking of TakeOver, so uh, two matches official that I've seen anyway. So Undisputed Era defending the championships against Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. And then Adam Cole against Ciampa. Do you think uh, we're going to see Undisputed Era lose all the belts this night? No,
1: I think it's still early. If they're going to drop in more titles, it will be at
0: uh, the WrestleMania weekend one. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey was uh, a guest on Corey Graves. Was it After the Bell? Is that what they call that show? Yeah. Um, uh, Talking about uh, her against... uh, 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 I'm bad with names right now. Who with uh, Rhea Ripley, um, who do you put over in that? Because to me, it's Ripley. Right now, yeah. You're like
1: Ripley's uh, probably even more over at the moment than
0: even Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, from AEW, we go into um, uh, sorry. From NXT, we go into AEW. Uh, Mox promo, which was absolutely phenomenal. Did you see AEW this weekend or this week? Yeah, I ended up uh, catching that. I did miss uh,
1: Mox's uh, promo. I caught everything else uh, in the night. So unfortunately, I missed the best thing that uh, came out of that show. The rest of the show seemed like it was okay matches. Nothing spectacular, uh, I guess. Coming off the uh, last week's uh, Jericho Cruise, it's kind of a backup in a way, just a show. Um, Britt Baker now being a heel makes her actually interesting to watch potentially because people were really crapping on her uh, for her lack of in-ring skill and kind of being boring. Now she's cutting heel promos on old-time announcers. So if that's what gets her over right now, Tony Schiavone uh, serving up Starbucks and Jr. shilling out uh, barbecue
0: sauce, so be it. So are we allowed to make jokes about Ronell and uh, Tim Hortons then? Sure. <laughs> she'd probably one. pick on him for that. Was that she'd probably uh, nail him for that one? Yeah, I tell you this, I'm I'm loving the Britt Baker character as far as the, the heel side goes, and she's got one of the best to learn from, obviously, from Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, she may need to pick up some tips from her uh, boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, she's still very young, still very green, as, as they call it in wrestling, but the fact is, she's got a lot of potential, you know, so it's, um, I'll have to wait and see. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention as well is with AEW, did they need another championship? So when I'm saying that you get guys like Kip Sabian, you get guys like Darby Allen, Joey Janela, those guys, they not necessarily ever going to hit the world title scene, but do they need a mid card belt?
1: That's a good question. Um, because yeah, there are definitely those two levels. There's even those two levels in the tag team division where, you know, who are the top tag teams and who are the enhancement tag teams with names. But yeah, I don't know if it's time to clutter the scene with uh, titles. I've heard that uh, question as well earlier today, and they are wondering also if Cody would be the first person to hold a mid-card title since he can't go after the uh, main championship after his uh, loss uh, at the last pay-per-view. So that would be a way of establishing it as not necessarily a mid-card belt, but you never know how it end up uh, falling. Maybe they do a TV title instead so that's something consistent and anybody can go for it. Um, I think they said something online that next year for Jericho Cruise 3 was going to be something involving the six-man tag team titles being introduced. So they're already
0: planning that a year in advance. Yeah, I tell you this. So a huge fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling and, and anybody who knows me knows that, but um, the one thing I'm missing right now is the elite. So Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, they bring in a six man tag team belts. Uh, I would love that for sure. Like ROH has it, and AEW I think could thrive with it as well, so especially with you know other guys like SCU as well. So, um, and WCW used to have one or the NWA, and Tony Schiavone
1: apparently has one of the belts that Conrad Thompson is trying to get from, him,
0: but will not uh, get it out of his attic for it. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll have to, uh, what, 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 there was one title in, in wrestling, wasn't there? Somebody had a hold of it and then they passed away and then went digging through the attic and then they end up reviving it. Is it one of Bruno's old belts? Potentially, I'm not sure. Yeah, anybody um, out there knows about that. Hit me up. Um, so uh, this is the TNT Thursday Night Throwdown. One of the uh, words in that is throwdown. Sean, I'm going to hit you with 10 topics. Just basically one quick word or two about uh, uh, what, uh, what I'm going to say here. Uh, Maximo reportedly stable condition after suffering a heart attack. Um, He is related to Super Porky, which you know from WCW. Too many guys having um, issues right now with regards to uh, their health? Uh, Potentially. And depending on that uh, era that they're coming from,
1: there was a lot of people pushing themselves really hard, whether it was not taking days off uh, because they knew they were going to lose their spot or feared that they were going to lose their spot. And so I guess that's the one saving grace of a roster like a AEW where you're only working once a week and not having to push yourself as much and you get longevity with your health and your career. But yeah, people of a different generation are
0: having a lot more health problems. All right. uh, Second one, Joni Lauer story in production. Apparently it's... uh, uh, but official uh, as far as her family saying yes to it Um, thoughts on it. Is it needed? I'm indifferent. It was in a way a great gimmick
1: when she first came in to be the female bodyguard of a male wrestler, but you know, she did all the enhancements, the whole cheating on deal and she left what what's more to tell. She got high on drugs and did porn with
0: X-Pac. I I muted that to shake my head. But uh, all right, next one. Uh, Killer Cross. where's he going to end up?
1: Uh, Right now, I wouldn't mind seeing him in maybe NXT. Um, I don't think, yeah, that's probably his best spot at the moment because he'd be, unless he's like a relative of Baron
0: Corbin. Yeah, that would be brutal. Um, do, you, uh, do you align him with uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, uh, Bordeaux if he's down there? Yeah, why not? They're already aligned in real life. So, All right, next one. Leparca's son to take over late father's persona. Apparently, L.A. Park passed on it. Um, one of those things, do you uh, do you agree with this, or should they have just uh, laid it to rest uh, with Leparca, the, the guy himself? I would have laid it to
1: rest, but with it being a relative taking over, maybe they do La Two or something. La Parka Junior, just throw it out there, and that way they keep the name alive and not necessarily say it's a different person, like how, or that same person, should I say, like how the
0: WWE did with Sin Cara. Yeah, you know, La Parka Junior, I think would be cool, uh, especially with the family relation there. Um, Report Brody Lee to AEW in March. They need bigger guys. Somebody has to go against Jack Swagger. Okay, or so Jack Hager. Next name on the list is unofficial right now, but Lance Archer to AEW as well.
1: Another bigger guy. They got a lot of little guys. So if they get some more bigger guys, mix it up. Uh, Why well, they got um, Wardlow and Hager? If they get, uh, they also got Luchasaurus as well.
0: Yeah, and Luchasaurus. So you get some. Uh, Bigger guys in there mix it up, all right. Sean Spears, the trademark, the uh, uh term the Reaper. Thoughts on that one? Nope, <laughs> all right. Um, any thoughts on Van Hammer? Well, he no showed uh, uh, Starcast
1: 4, took Conrad's money, and so he probably wasted it on the alcohol that unfortunately that child got hit. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that
0: was bad. All right. Um oh, how many DUIs does this guy probably have? Uh, I think there, I heard that three slip. on record. I think, huh? Three, three that th- officially now three that are on record. Yeah, so, but he, he did post bail, so um, I'm heading back to the east coast. If all of a sudden I hear he's coming this way, whether or not they, they let him across the border, probably probably not though. He's using Conrad Thompson's money wisely. Yeah. Um. Tris Stratus to be inducted into George Tragos Luthes Professional Hall of Fame. Uh, That was on her website January 22nd. Just a quick thought on the transformation of Trish from when she debuted to going into a Hall of Fame. Like a real Hall of Fame, actually.
1: Yeah, totally night and day. You see how she uh, was basically a pinup girl and fitness model. And just even her transformation from being a, a manager. But she always had that drive, and that's what propelled her and then she had people like Lita so great you know and then still having it after being away from the ring for a while uh she dropped probably some muscle mass had two kids is doing the whole yoga thing but when she was at SummerSlam and she did Evolution
0: didn't miss a beat all right and last thing on the list lack of WB in London Ontario right now is bothering you or no
1: no not really Um, you know great I can drop $25 to go see them at the Budweiser Gardens but be up in the stands or pay a couple hundred dollars to be at ringside only just to see a show and see them go as opposed to independent wrestling where I can pay that same $25 to
0: $45 for a ringside seat and interact with the talent yeah well said all right, folks, we are going to get into some Canadian independent wrestling talk right now. Um, good segue. Sorry, what? Good segue. Yeah, it was a good segue, actually. Um, I'm going to add this banner. There we go. So that is the hashtag officially associated with my website, CWNOnline.ca, uh, hashtag we are CIW. You click that link on my website, and that will basically bring you to Facebook, which has all the listings I'm aware of on Facebook across Canada. As well as you got some pro in there as well. Uh, what I'm going to do is do a rundown right now for the next couple of days. This is what I know. If you don't see, um, you know, uh, me talking about it, uh, the best way to get in touch with me is chris at cwnonline.ca. But again, I will talk about anything I can see as far as uh, what's on Facebook. So Friday, January 31st, uh, 31st tomorrow, uh, C4 presents Underground return to beyond the pale in Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, main event wrestling as well montreal quebec rcw fight for respect in calgary alberta and then battle world 88 a rickshaw wrestling presentation uh tessa blanchard is out there in british columbia for that one uh saturday february 1st Federation- also, oh go ahead sorry also on uh friday
1: is uh Crossbody pro wrestling showcase number 28 tickets are just five dollars
0: and that's kitchener ontario that was the one that uh the midwestern guys were talking about last week that they were going to it eh? Uh, yeah, I believe they're going to that. Uh, they hit up uh, 365 last week with Kitchener and Guelph. All right, very good. See, one I, I wasn't aware of, so I'm going to have to uh, hit up the Crossbody Pro uh, Facebook page and add those events as well. So Saturday, February 1st, Federation Monteregine de Lutte in St. Richelieu, Quebec. I've actually been there, even though I couldn't pronounce the actual name of the, the federation. HPW presents The Next Generation in Hamilton, Ontario. Loot NSPW 300th show in Quebec uh, City, Quebec, and the RCW Showtime in Edmonton, Alberta. Missing anything on the Saturday that you're aware of? Oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I got the, my list in front
1: of me because I just uh, finished producing um, Ontario Indie Road Trip on uh, YouTube so people can catch out anything in Ontario. But on Saturday, February 1st, is Battle of the Brewery 2, and that is uh, Chinlock
0: Wrestling. In um, Kitch, uh, sorry Kingston, that is the one that's owned by uh, the guy with the unique name that sometimes writes for Slam Wrestling, I believe. I I'll, I'll, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to check it out. But, uh, anyways, thank you for that. And then Sunday, I'm pretty sure you're probably gonna have more than this because I, the only thing I got for Sunday is NWX presents Bad Blood in St. Catharines, Ontario. That's all I got. Oh, okay, so we're I'm I'm one for three, so not too too bad. Uh, right now, I'm going to do, so my thoughts on Canadian Independent Wrestling on this show is I want to do live interviews, but I also want to do a focus on a promotion in Canada. So, in saying that, this week, I'm going to do FLQ Wrestling, which is in Quebec. Uh, the fine folks over there were nice enough to, uh, 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 i I'm almost said yell at me, but <laughs> uh, were nice enough to fill me in on their promotion on Twitter earlier today. So, thank you very much for uh for that, So I'm just going to give you a brief little history on FLQ. FLQ, Federation Lut Quebecois Wrestling is what it's uh, officially called. Founded in 2000 by Paul and Carl LeDuc. Paul was wrestling all around the world with his brother uh, Jos as the LeDuc brothers. Carl was in the WWE in the mid-90s, was trained by Bruce and Owen Hart at the Dungeon for four years, then went on to become the trainer at the Hart Wrestling School in Cambridge. When he returned, they founded FLQ. FLQ has also had a women's brand, first women's promotion in Canada, uh, they believe, called ALF. It was run by Kim Leduc, Paul's daughter, and Carl's sister. FLQ has always been a family business since 2016. FLQ was run by Carl and his wife, Dina. And the workers gone famous, we know we can note that Sami Zayn, who has had some of his very first matches, FLQ as Stevie McFly. They also sent me a picture of that as well, which was uh, kind of uh, funny. I'll post that on Sean's scumbag uh, group later. He was wrestling in shorts and bowling shoes, if uh, they weren't mistaken, and he was also tiny, no beard. As far as awards, our province doesn't really do these things. However, in the past three years, they have worked with uh, Montreal Zoo Fest and Just for Last, which are two of the biggest comedy festivals festivals in Montreal. They do outdoor shows and indoor shows during the festival. Also, FLQ has had many French uh, TV series and movies, such as Le Bougeon and Le Semi Banks du Ring, uh, pardon my French, Our next show is February 8th. We'll feature our very first women's main event in history. So you're talking 2000 to now. Lufisto versus Nala Rose. Nala's first trip to Canada for wrestling. And they're both very excited. Shows are always available on Fight TV for free on demand. And the only one that is not free is last year's Cold Wars. We sold it for $5. And all proceeds went to the Buffalo Buffalo Brothers Recovery Fund. They had a tragic accident on the way home from Cold Wars. Um, FLQ Wrestling presents Cold Wars 2020, Saturday, February 8th. Uh, That is next Saturday, Bane Metho in Montreal, Quebec, and again main event uh, is Lufisto versus Nala Rose. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, FLQ Wrestling. And uh, yeah, I mean, twenty years of wrestling, and Sean, you're probably well familiar with the um, the Buffalo Brothers. What happened last year, and uh, I mean, we as wrestling fans connected as a whole. I mean, I think first time I seen Kevin Bennett at a show, you know, it's uh, I end up giving the guy a hug, and you know, it's just it was a sad time for wrestling, but your thoughts on some of the Ontario Indy guys always going up there too much, all the two, and, and the Buffalo guys as well heading up to FLQ all the time?
1: Yeah, well, that shows that uh, they're open to having uh, different uh, people up there. Um, even some of their guys have come this way, like TDT. So it's a good day exchange between Ontario and Quebec in that way. And uh, I think I've seen how their are uh, set up with their uh, building has been, and people are really close in a balcony setting uh, to the ring. So it's a very intimate setting, but the fans there are really rowdy. Uh, Yeah, you got people like the Buffalo Brothers, TDT, Lufisto. uh, Psycho Mike Rollins goes there. The Pillars are there. That's where uh, the Dark Order are uh, originally from. Plus, like I said, Buffalo, people like uh, Butcher and Blade. So Mm -hmm. it's people we've known, whether it's in Ontario hidden Quebec can't go wrong with them.
0: Yeah. And people, Mike Bailey has been part of that as well. eh? Yeah. And Veda Scott, of course. Yeah. Veda Scott as well. Uh, your thoughts on Lufisto taking on Nala Rose, who's going to take that one?
1: Uh, two bulls basically getting into the ring. Like they, they're not going to hold back on each other. I don't think, uh, I would hope for, uh, Lufisto to pick up the victory, uh, in that one.
0: And, uh, yeah, I'm with you with the Lufisto there. Uh, four shows I want to make mention as well. Uh, Smash Wrestling next Friday, New Beginnings, Fanshawe College here in London, Ontario. Uh, Smash Wrestling again, any given Sunday eight, Sunday February 23rd in Toronto. Destiny Wrestling just announced Jordan Devlin, Trent Seven, Tyler Bates Sunday March 22nd in Mississauga, Ontario, and then Midwestern Wrestling of course. See, said it again, Saturday March 28th, 2020, Lestril Ontario. I, I'm getting a lot damn better. I just I, I, I stop thinking so much before I say stuff. So anyways yeah four more shows uh added to that list. Four more shows I'm looking forward to as well. Um I know I'm going to two for sure and probably not the other two, but uh I mean that's uh 50 50% right there so that's not too yeah. too bad. I'm going to 304 4. You oh yeah, you're going to any engagement Sunday as well, eh? Yeah, I have uh, still two more seats to fill. If people want to join me for GA seats. Yeah, so I would be going, except for the fact I think I got work commitments that day. Anyways, uh, best way to get in touch with me as far as independent wrestling shows go, if you want to see your promotion featured on here, um, you know, you want to be interviewed, whatever the case may be, uh, Chris at or Thursday night throwdown at Outlook.com or hit up Sean on the, uh, oops, that's the wrong one. Wrong there one. we go. There we go. Hit up Sean on the scumbags of wrestling. We are scumbags. Actually, I'm gonna keep this up because Sean knows this a heck of a lot better than I do, and we talked uh, earlier before we went on the air about what we're gonna be doing tonight. I want to do the Smash Awards, and I think you're you're in agreement with that, eh? Yeah, why not? Okay. So, do you actually want to? Do you want to give your thoughts, or do you want to give the rundown? Uh, well, I'd have to pull it up uh, Okay, first. I will. I will give the the rundown then. I'll get your thoughts on some of these because, yeah. for the most part, we saw a lot of this um, between Toronto and London, and then. Uh, You know, you had gone to, I think, St. Thomas and Tilsenberg and stuff like that as well.
1: Yeah, and I was looking at the uh, list of shows, even for the show of the year, and four of the five of them I was at, except for the, uh, uh, was it Progress Against uh, Smash? And I think you were at that one uh, during the SummerSlam weekend. But that's the one show of the four that I ended up missing, because the other ones included Super Showdown, the Northern Tournament Night 2, uh, the summit, and I think it was
0: uh, Orange Is the New Black here in London. All I know is I get to meet Ultimate Dragon last year. I marked out, so it's been a buttload of money too. Um, all right, so January twenty eighth, it was released. Year in Awards plus stats. You all voted, and here your winners for the two thousand nineteen Awards. But first, make sure you get your tickets for their next two shows. Those be in London, February seventh, at uh, Fanshawe College, and then Toronto on February twenty third, and that is at the Rec Room up there. So, no surprise at all. Male Wrestler of the Year, Men's Wrestler of the Year, Psycho Mike. Deserving? Yep. I uh, know I have voted for him on that one. All right, we go next. to Women's Wrestler of the Year, Rosemary. Not surprised. She did uh, appear a few times
1: for uh, Smash Wrestling uh, during the year. She became the first uh, women's champion. I know in that list of uh, women that were up for uh, nomination, Violet Lee was one of them. And in the year rundown numbers, she had the most wins of uh, the women for smash wrestling.
0: Yeah. I, I wish I, you know, Violet Lee had, had gone on to stay running in, in, you know, smash. And I understand her, her reasons for it, but um, I think I would have probably voted her at maybe, uh, you know, uh, female wrestler of the year. Um, but you never know. Maybe she'll come back and uh, we can vote her next year or the year after or whatever the case may be. Men's and match of the family things and uh, school and get uh, straightened around. She's, she'll be there. The passion's still around. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing, too. She always had that passion, and she was uh, great with interacting with the fans, old and young. So, uh, Men's match of the year, cycle Mike versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, that's one that I didn't see because it was uh,
1: the night before, I believe, in Toronto before they came here. And we ended up seeing uh, Orange Cassidy with uh, Sebastian Suave and Cody Diener. But, yeah, I believe I did end up seeing the video of that. And it was just total comedy. Um, Akin to uh, when Psycho Mike took on Kiko Taro on the Christmas show.
0: So definitely worth it. Yeah, my wife's been to one independent show her whole entire life. And it was uh, Smash versus CZW, and the one person she liked and, and thought was hilarious was Psycho Mike. So uh, definitely knows how to create a fan out of a non fan. So um, women's match of the year: Rosemary versus Casey Spinelli. That would have been, I guess, from the summit, eh? That was the summit with the uh, crowning of the first uh, woman's champion. Uh, some of the other
1: matches that were up for grabs on that one were from the uh, summit, including I believe uh, Jordan Grace and uh, Lufisto. There was also, um, who was it? Uh, Zoe Lucas was up. Her match was up for grabs. And so was, uh, yes, Shotzi
0: Blackhearts. Yeah. So, Tag Team of the Year is uh, Scott Hunter and Brad Myers. Surprised with that one? (laughs) (laughs) Not there. Otherwise known as Halal Beefcake. Uh, Yeah. Definitely
1: deserving. They held the titles for so long after uh, defeating the Pillars, who would have ever thought that that was going to happen. The Pillar should have somewhat been holding them for a long time after they defeated Psycho uh, Mike and
0: Pepper Parks. All right, tag team match of the year. Hell Al Beefcake versus Fight or Flight. Where was this one? That Where did this one take place? Uh, that is a good question. It wasn't I, here in London, eh?
1: Yeah, I think it was a, a Toronto one. But, uh, yeah, I saw that one. Uh, yeah. Being in London and Toronto, blur. Uh, but, yeah, really good uh, high-flying match between them. Teams work well together. Um, deserving, of course. I'm a Revolt fan, so if it had been uh, Beefcake
0: and Revolt, I would have voted for it. Yeah. Uh, most popular, Psycho Mike. Not surprising. Uh, most hated, Kevin Bennett. Not
1: surprising, like <laughs> We were there for the uh, title change uh, during the Northern Tournament, and he had his buddies there from Buffalo uh, taking down Tarek. And I actually have a uh, cool picture of him uh, down, about to sneak out of the ring, but looking right at the hard camera and towards uh, where we were standing. And he's just got this shit-eating grin both what's happening, knowing that the ref is down and his boys are taking out Tarek, and he's sliding out unharmed. So it's a really cool picture, and then moments later, he took the title, and he's been holding on to it since. Is it going to uh, be dropped
0: anytime soon? We'll have to wait. Yeah, my two favorites right there, Tarek and uh, Kevin Bennett, and uh, I think I called that one, but uh, the way that went down was uh, was uh, – you'll probably never see something like that again. Um, shenanigans. Yes, yeah, Shenanigans. And who was uh, who was the rapper that was in the house that night?
1: Because he couldn't uh, do anything. Laird.
0: Yeah, Shocklayer. Um a shock layer and shenanigans. Uh, breakup performer of the year, Carter Mason. I got to agree with that one, even though I hate the guy. <laughs> I definitely agree with uh,
1: the first part of your statement. Uh, can't say I hate the guy. Uh, yeah, definitely breakup performer of the year. I think uh, muscle was on that uh, list as well. And uh, the revolt. So a lot of uh, good choices. And with Carter Mason getting himself into a... Heated feud with Tyson Dukes, uh, especially after the uh, loss at the Northern Tournament, getting himself into the uh, match, the three way match at at, uh, at Super Showdown, and having Tyson go after his mom. They've been on fire ever since,
0: and coming yeah. to a head this uh, next weekend. Let me say this: when I say I hate somebody, it's not, I don't hate them in person. It's it's the character, you know. What I mean, he does his character well, so I'll give him props for that. But that crown that's on his head, I want to take it and smash it. He's um, the king of the north. It's the king of the north, yeah. Bullshit. Um, Feud of the year, Tarek versus Kevin Bennett.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, as we just documented, how it uh, came to a head with uh, Bennett getting the title, and Tarek's been chasing after it and not able to get it back. Solid runner-up, Tyson Dukes versus Carter. Yeah. And also... Uh, revolt and
0: uh beefcake you are a revolt fan
1: <laughs> that that was part of the uh
0: voting there you go jordan james alec realm see i see he's the quiet one of the two but uh, surprisingly yeah kind of nervous for the march show that's taking place and if we go live that <laughs> night um anyways uh show of the year smash versus progress this one i was not at because i'm trying to remember it was this oh, what day did that happen I, I went to as many shows as I could. Um, Wx I no Friday. Friday was no, wasn't Friday the 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 um, super showdown? Okay, so yeah, really? Not so fun. I went. I went to Progress individually. I went to WXW individually. Okay. I went to the Summit. I went to. I thought Super Showdown was uh, the same day as the uh, Summit. All I know is I had fucking Chubbo in front of me like three or four times during the whole thing. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> true. Still causes me nightmares. I got from you. Steve was in front of me. Yeah. That's why well, I, so, so I went to the stairs. That yeah, was will, the Super Showdown. I will try to find some picture of my view with this guy in front of me. I mean, I got good pictures, but I had to basically bend like frigging Gumby to get most of them. It wasn't a, wasn't a good thing, you know. But anyways, uh, yeah, Smash vs. Progress... Um, that was uh, what was was that Walter versus what was that the tag team? I'm gonna to have to figure it out. But anyways, I, that, I didn't get to see it. Um, but um, there was one shot one of the eight shows over four days that we missed. I'm just trying to think. Was that the one where Walter was doing a Boston crab on somebody, and somebody else was doing a Boston crab at the same time, and it was like no, that was, that was Super Showdown. I saw. Well, oh, that, that was Super Showdown because okay. they took on the Pillars all right so forget about perfect. anyways eric and uh, brent smash versus progress uh show of the year um, moment of the year I, I was here for this one i know that much psycho mike returns to london from tokyo and i mean you want to talk about pops in wrestling this was to me as as a fan made me mark it, and even though it's it's you know guys have seen time and time and time again but the fact is. They had darkened the lights. They started putting this video up. Mike's on the video, and it's online on, on smash-wrestling.com as well as the YouTube videos. Um, and all of a sudden, he's tripping it from Tokyo to basically London, Ontario within a matter of what, three minutes? Even, it's shorter? Four minutes-ish, I think it was. You know, he uh, even stopped for
1: a bike to eat at, at a uh, store. <laughs> uh, there, I think he stole a bike to get uh, somewhere, and then he uh, flew in. And hitchhike to London and from the airport. Meanwhile, uh, Pepper Parks just stood there watching this, not expecting him to actually show up. And you would have thought he would have known his ta- former tag team partner
0: enough to know that in four minutes it's possible to get from Tokyo to London. Yeah, I just never I'll never forget that graphic when it popped up. Well machines, just the pop from the crowd. It was a very cool moment to see in person. And um, um, promo of the year, and I cannot remember this for the life of me. Tyson Dukes, what's that mama? What, what was that? Was that when Tyson made the heel turn? That was when
1: uh, Tyson turned on the fans and uh, went after uh, Carter's mom during uh, Super Showdown. Because uh, they battled each other, and then Tyson sort of gave his approval to Carter Mason And he left the ring for Carter to uh, address the fans. And, you know, Carter was over as a face. He invited his mom to come in. Tyson returned to the ring to help mom into the ring. And uh, next thing you know, he hopped into the ring and waffled uh, Carter with a chair, backed uh, mama into the corner, berated her uh, for a bit, and then uh, turned his fury back onto uh, Carter. And that's why... They've had this bitter uh, feud because I think even uh, Carter's mom slapped Tyson after what uh, he had said to her.
0: Yeah, so, any any idea after another match coming up at all sometime soon?
1: Yeah, like uh, this Friday, a week right. from uh, t- tomorrow, eight days from now, uh, Falls Count Anywhere uh, brawl, street fight, should I say, with the number one contendership on the line, facing off against the winner of Brent Banks and uh, – Kevin Bennett on February 23rd
0: for uh, any given Sunday eight in Toronto. Yeah. It's definitely going to be an interesting couple weeks in the month of February. Um, so yeah, smash-wrestling.com is their official website. They do the awards every year. Um, some of them are, you know, bang on Some are, are you know, could have gone either way, but uh, definitely it's, uh, you know, our local promotion that we support as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes. So definitely check them out. If you get the chance, Toronto or London, um so i know sean's gonna get out of here exactly for nine o'clock and in saying that we may go either earlier or uh later next week uh just depending on scheduling but uh be sure to check out we'll social keep you media. Posted. yeah check out social media we'll let you know for sure um i was just about to say something old age kicking in i think um yeah, well if i remember i'll bring it back up but uh Sean, I'm going to bring up your stuff here. What's going on in the world of the Scumbags of Wrestling or the Ontario Indie Road Trip or anything else you have going on right now?
1: Yeah, uh, Scumbags Wrestling uh, our podcast happens uh, weekly. Uh, we're available on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts from. And uh, the Ontario Indie Road Trip cover uh, two weeks of the Ontario Independent Wrestling calendar, uh, highlighting all the uh, different events that are going on. That's a video show that you can catch on Facebook and on YouTube and hopefully getting back to the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory and being there when they do some matches. When that happens, we're going to be back in uh, motion with the production line. It's two matches featuring the students from the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory along with some uh, either workout with the uh, DDP yoga or seeing them doing some of the uh, different Uh, moves and putting it together chain wrestling so that's the production line there's i believe 20 episodes available on youtube so you can catch up on those shows if you haven't and we always uh, have a lot of stuff going on on our facebook page with the superstar of the day celebrating somebody's birthday and keeping up with news so we're always interactive join us keep this going build the community
0: yeah, facebook.com slash groups forward slash wrestling, as you can see uh, see scrolling on the screen there. Uh, Jonesy says, don't change times. Eight works best for me. Uh, we'll keep that in mind there, Jonesy. Well,
1: if we do go 8 o'clock, my part might be being done in a car as I'm heading to <laughs> Windsor with my wife.
0: Yeah, we've seen worse uh, happen uh, so during live shows. It and could happen. Better. Yeah, we'll call it a Jordan James moment. All <laughs> right, So anyways, uh, best way to get in touch with me, there's my website, CWNOnline.ca, hashtag CWNOnline. It's my website devoted to Canadian uh, wrestling as well as getting the news out there, letting you know where it's at. Uh, Best way to get in touch with me, Chris at CWNOnline.ca, as far as any kind of wrestling news goes. Uh, Best way to get in touch with the show here, uh, Thursday Night Throwdown at Outlook.com. Any kind of guests you want to see, anything you want to see us talk about, uh, this and that. I am trying to get better at this this little ticker thing, but I think I got too many of them going on. Um, yeah. So from there, anyways, next week, our focus is going to be smash at Fanshawe. We'll try to get a guest on or two just to be able to talk about the show. Um, I'm going to try to do a live interview as well at the show and uh, kind of go from there. But, um, Sean, anything else going on? Are you looking forward to the Super Bowl this week? Yeah. Uh, uh- I'm indifferent because it's not by uh, Raiders.
1: I was going to say Oakland Raiders, but they're moving to Las Vegas, which I'm trying to uh, check out and see where they're actually holding the Super Bowl. I heard it was Vegas or something. I could be wrong. What, this year? Yeah. Miami. Miami. Okay. Sorry. Maybe it was because I was hearing somebody else and going to Vegas for, about the Super Bowl. Maybe it was for betting. But – my Raiders are heading to Vegas this year and for next season. Hopefully things turn around and we'll see them in the Super Bowl. As far as the game goes, I'll watch it possibly just because it's the Super Bowl, but not sure who I want to see win.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Garoppolo, obviously being a Pats fan, but uh, I don't know if you heard this rumor. Uh, Las Vegas potentially getting Brady. That might change their playoff fate. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, we'll and we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. Anyways, uh, yeah, I am Chris at CWN Online. He is Sean at the Scumbags of Wrestling. Thank you very much for joining us. If you listen to us on audio uh, through Anchor or iTunes or whatever the case may be, thank you very much. And we will see you next week. And again, support your local independent wrestling. And uh, thanks, Sean, for doing this. And have a good night. Eh? Have a good one.